You talk family, what go on, what go on? This your boy D with another live show with you talk. And y'all know how we start off every show. It ain't no me. Without you, baby. Kane Nation, what's going on? I'm about to bring my boy in, man, Mr. Larry Frank Jr. in, man. I'm going to bring Larry Frank in in a minute, man. So I'm going to start off, man, and get some shout-outs tonight with some businesses tonight. Y'all know how we do it. We ain't shouted out the businesses in a while, man. Shout-out to everybody. I hope you had a good week. So let's get to it, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about tonight, man. Shout-out to Tangy and Teddy Chisholm over at Catan's Fashion, Matt Hall over at Plum Life. Chris Flanagan over at Avalon, Shanika Pendergrass at Earth Velocity. Shout out to Jacinda Kirkland over at Sugar Coated Cupcakes and Sweets LLC. Shout out to Bobby Sarah over there at Mentor Me. Shout out to my boy Leroy Vian over at Studio Orthodontics. Shout out to Wiley over at Unique Stitches. And shout out to one of our very own, Mr. Marquez Williams with the Pop Socks. Let me show you some of his merchandise, man. Going to be at the venue that we're going to be hosting down at um, Sidebar Atlanta, September the 3rd from 6 to 10. And then we're going to have the after party from 10 to 3 with Larry Frank on the ones and twos. So I'm asking everybody to come out, man. You talk, man. We'll get a chance to meet you guys personally with our first live show. And shout out to uh, Melvin Bratton, man. Shout out to his businesses, man, MB5 Sports. And um, we're going to get started. Let me bring my boy in, man. Larry Frank Jr. is in the building, man. Larry Frank, what's going on, big dog? What's up, my brother? What's happening? What's going on? I ain't nothing, man. How your week was, man? Talk to me, Larry Frank. We got a lot to talk about, big dog. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> week week was great, man. I'm just glad it's the weekend. I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad it's uh, you talk time and glad it's time to talk Kane football. That's what's up, man. So what we going to get into tonight first, man? I mean, we, we talk about recruiting. What we doing, Larry Frank? Let's get to it. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to get into the recruiting right now because since the last show, man, we done had a couple of major moves got made uh, as far as uh, these recruits and these commitments and all of that. We still got some potential ones that, that you know, we're going to have to wait on. But we got a couple of nods where uh, where they done came in. So uh, just going to recap them and kind of give a little background on what we're getting with them potentially, and we're going to preview some of the other guys that still uh, we still waiting on that'll do something towards uh, later on in the season before signing day. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So as you know, going into uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had four recruits. We had Landon IBA, the wide receiver out of Louisiana. We had Chris Graves, who was a four-star cornerback. We had Ja'Cory Brown, four-star quarterback out of Georgia, and Kamari Rogers, four-star cornerback out of Mississippi. Okay. At that time, at that time, we were only ranked around 84 in the recruiting rankings. But uh, you know, as as we've seen with Manny, Manny is going quality over quantity. Uh, it looks like Manny wants the guys that's going to fit the scheme. Uh, DVD and T Rob are really killing it, you know, uh, especially with the with the cornerbacks, man. Like, I, I I noticed some of these uh commitments that we're getting, and uh, this could very well be one of the best cornerback classes that we've had, maybe since the '90s or the early 2000s. Like, DBs are loaded, like okay. for what's coming in. So, um, since the last show, we had those four. Since the last show, we got a few more. So let me run them down right quick. We got. Four-star cornerback, Traquan Feagans. Feagans is a 6'2", 180-pound cornerback. 
Uh, he's out of SEC country. He comes out of Alabama. He was uh, looking at Alabama. It was between us and Alabama. Uh, he went ahead with Miami over the Crimson Tide, which anytime you could take, first of all, if you could take anybody out the SEC, you're doing big things. But to be able to snatch one from Alabama, you're really doing some big things. So okay. uh, special fact about him is he has five career interceptions in high school. And don't you know all five of them he took to the house? Five picks? Five oh, teams. really? That boy is something serious. He Not is to cut you off serious. real quick. Let me shout out, man, our brother Jay Blaze, man, with the Super Chat donation, man. Brother Jay Blaze, much love, Utah. You and Larry Frank. Hey, man, love you, brother, man. I appreciate you, man. Every week you faithful. You've been rocking with me since day one. Cuban Kane, AO305. What up, Josh Ayers, my guy? Shout out to our chat, man. Our Utah family. What's going on? I love you all. I appreciate you guys, man. When you come to Atlanta, I hope we can all get together, man. We're going to have a drink. We're going to have a good time, man. Continue, Larry Frank. I'm sorry, brother. Oh, it's all good. It's all good, man. Shout out to Brother Jay Blaze and all of the Utah regulars, man. Great to see y'all. Great to hear from y'all. But um, getting back to uh, Fegans, uh, the interesting thing about Fegans, as I was saying, he's had five interceptions in high school, and they all went for five touchdowns. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Let's look at how he's built. He is your first cornerback that's over 6'1". Okay. That we've had in six years. Okay. The last cornerback that they recruited that was 6'1 or taller was Ladarius Gunter. Okay. In, in, in 2015. So all the other corners that we had, they've been shorter corners. So you, you, you got a tall cornerback, man, and, and he's physical, you know, bump and run coverage. You know, he's going to get at you on the line. You know, he's going to break routes. He's going to break those routes off before they really get developed. So I'm, I'm liking what we have with him. So great, great, great commitment. Like I said, he joins Chris Graves, who, remember, we took him from LSU. Right. So remember, let's, let's keep this narrative going. Remember, SEC right. guys from SEC schools that we're taking. Okay. And uh, Kamari Rogers, who was also looking at Alabama as well, uh, and a couple of other SEC schools. So that's your third cornerback. So uh, you, you're going to get some depth with the future with these guys, with the guys that we'll have left and these guys coming in as young ones. Okay. You're going to have some depth in the future, so great thing with him. Next guy that we got, four-star wide receiver Isaiah Horton. That's a big He move. comes out of Tennessee. Yeah, that was a major move right there because, remember, the, the 23 class is loaded with wide receivers. So if you could get any good wide receivers out of this 22 class – it's almost like a bonus right. because you know you got them coming next year. Right. And you know that you're going to lose after this season. Rambo will be gone. Harley will be gone. Mm -hmm. It's a new season. I know I said their numbers, but I'm going to go ahead and start over. I'm going to say their names. Wiggins and Pope will be gone. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> they'll be gone. So right. once, you, <laughs> once you get rid of them, once right. they get out of here and they move on, uh, you start looking to the younger guys. You're going to have Keyshawn Smith, who's going to step his game up. You're okay. going to have Redding. You know, he's going to step his game up. You're going to have um, X. He's going to step his game up. We just got Ibiata. He's going to be a slot guy. Um, Horton is going to be uh, another one that's coming in the mix. And you got the three uh, from last year. You got Romello Brinson. You got Brashard Smith. Yeah. And you got Jacoby George, right. so you got a good nucleus of wide receivers That's pretty going into. Wide receiver. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to get some more in that twenty-three class. So okay. to be able to land him was really, really, really big. He's six foot three, one hundred and eighty-five pounds. He's not the fastest receiver, 
but he's one that he's very he's sure-handed. Like okay. he can high point the ball. He can go up and get the ball at his highest point. Okay. Um, I'm not really worried about the speed because once he gets you know on campus, you know the conditioning, the strength and conditioning guys are gonna work with him. You know, and he'll probably get that speed acclimated. One of the players that uh you know he really kind of compares to coming out of high school. He's similar to Amon Richards. Okay. Uh, just in his body build and his skill set. Remember, Amon wasn't that fast either. Amon was elusive, but he didn't have that breakaway speed. But uh, he could hurt you mm-hmm. if he catches the ball. So that's that's what you're going to be seeing with him. Um, next guy we got, Philanthra Carswell. They call him Flip. Flip is a 6'7", 275-pound, three-star offensive lineman. The special thing about Flip is he's pretty good at basketball. Um, Flip is going to be a project. Now, now, he 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 impressed Garen Justice so well. Garen Justice offered him. Garen Justice is look. People got to remember. If you go back two years when we had the offensive line when they first got together, we look at them now, going into their third season. Two years ago, they were horrible. Garen Justice comes in as most of them were freshmen and sophomores at that time, and he worked with them over the years. And over the years, they got better. They got better last year. They took a big jump from year one to year two. And now, and that was without a full offseason due to COVID. So now you have an actual offseason, and I'm expecting them, you know, they may run into difficulty with Bama because Bama is so loaded as far as the depth and what they're going to be rotating on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the season when we jump into conference play, I'm really looking for this offensive line to dominate. So – with, with Garen Justice, you know, at the helm being the position coach, to get Carswell, that's a big body. Now, he is 275. He's really lean, but they're going to put some weight on him. You know what I'm saying? They're going to really get him, get him, you know, to college size and all of that. So okay. uh, remember, Zion was a project, and you see how that worked out. Right. You know, Zion is a potential first-rounder after this season. So uh, that was a real good pickup right there. So we, we got him. So he committed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, linebacker. Lord knows we need linebackers. We're short on linebackers right now. But we got Justin Medlock. Mm-hmm. He is a three-star also out of Texas. Remember, Justin Medlock, he's coming off of a knee injury his junior year. So he's he's going into his senior year. We're going to see what he can do. Um, he had a real good breakout sophomore season. He had over 100 tackles. He had uh, three and a half sacks. Um, he just got hurt last year, so we're going to have to see what happens. Okay. Um, the thing about him is I don't look for him to be like a stud linebacker. I'm looking for him to be like a solid backer because, you know, if you start looking at stud linebackers, you start thinking back, you know, guys like Velma, Beeson, DJ, you know, all, all of the, the usual suspects right. that we've come to know over the years. Well, he's he's not that. Um I think he's more of a solid linebacker, similar to what you saw a few years ago with Quarterman and Pinky. Mm-hmm. Pinkney, I'm sorry. So I'm thinking that he can uh, come in and just, you know, kind of get his feet under him and all of that stuff, and he can be solid. Now, here's the thing. If you've got a pretty good front four and you know you're stacking up what you're stacking up in the backfield, that could kind of take up for the shortcomings that you might have at the linebacker core. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Because if you are stacking them up 
up front, which we are doing, because you got Leonard Taylor, who, you know, and, and he's wowing in camp. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, if we could get some of these other guys we're trying to get to come in to play on the line and we continue stacking what we're stacking in the secondary, remember, some of these safeties could come up and run coverage and they can help. Mm -hmm. So if you don't get these stud linebackers just yet, if you can just get solid linebackers that can hone their craft until you start getting those stud linebackers, right. we'll be okay, I think. And who's to say that he won't become a stud? You never know. It's just right now it's it's not looking like, you know, he's going to knock any balls out the park because, you know, he's just not he's not great. He's very good, but he's not great. But he's got upside. He's got upside. So the next guy that we got, the final commit that we got, which brings us up to nine so far, is uh, we just got him the other day. I watched his uh, commitment video. It was Markeith Williams. He comes out of the Orlando area, Evans yeah. High School. Right. Now, um, he's a safety. He's 6'1", six, one, six, one, 170 pounds. He's kind of small. He's on the smaller side. But I'm not worried about that. They will get strength. Once again, the strength and conditioning, they'll get him together. Um, he'll get bigger. He'll bulk up. He's a ball hawk. He is a ball hawk. I went and looked at some of his huddle videos. He has a nose for the ball. He's physical. He can hit. And, you know, to say that he's small, you, you would want him to bulk up because if he could put some more muscle mass, you know, that'll make him that much more effective, especially, you know, when it comes to contact. He's not scared of contact. He's another one. He can go and he can high point the ball. He can take it out there. Um, he's he's a difference maker. So mm -hmm. we we got him. The One one interesting tidbit about that, I want to give shouts out to Coach Ish because I think even though uh, T-Rob and DVD are going to get credit being that he is in the secondary, that he's a safety, mm -hmm. um, Coach Ish worked this one as well. And remember, he went to Evans High School, which is where Coach Ish went. Mm -hmm. The head coach at Evans is who? Kennard Lang, former Kane. Kobe Kane. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Isn't Lang down at F, uh, FIU not coaching? Uh, I don't know. I know he was at Evans that I saw. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'd have to check and see. But there, there, there is a connection, though. There is a connection at that high school. I believe so, my homeboy, you know, Kenny Kelly, that's my homeboy, man. He used to be the quarterback. Uh -huh. for, he, um, I think that he was yeah. on the staff down there with those guys. I'm not for sure. Yeah. Maybe, may yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. We have to check into that. Mm -hmm. But uh, either which way, you're gonna have that connection with Coach Ish at Evans. So really, in my opinion, any any stud players that is considering the U, Coach Ish not only can T Rob go in there and do his thing in DVD, but you got Coach Ish as well. That's just another contact that you're gonna have, and really for that Orlando area. So. Um, Remember, you know how the late, great Howard Schnellenberger did with the state of Miami. You want to get everything you can out of Dade and Broward. Mm -hmm. And then once you can get the skilled players from Dade and Broward, now you start moving to other parts of the state. And then once you can start locking down other parts of the state, now you can move to other parts of the region or whatever. They kind of did it backwards. But then again, you don't have a lot of talent-rich prospects in this class. You know, you have a few, but a lot of them, they went elsewhere. So... You know, you're going to start seeing them trickle back in because now they're starting to work at getting some of these other guys to take second looks at Miami. Give me which one second, leads Larry me. Frank. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Thought. Let me just shout out Sigmund. 
Just uh, okay. super chatted us uh, ten dollars, man. Sigma, man, appreciate you, brother. Uh, day one supporter too, man. Thank you, brother, man. What do you think about Singletary looking for that Bama love? Jaheem, he's looking for Bama, man. Huh? <laughs> what you heard about that, Larry Frank? I've been hearing some things hey. too, but he 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 read he he knew where I was going. He knew where I was going because I was just about to touch on that. Okay. Um, Jaheem uh, visited Miami uh, last week or week before, whatever, fairly recent. His visit went so well, he decommitted from Ohio State. Like, I, I kind of follow, followed the timeline of it, like, when he got on campus. And um, he got on his Twitter, and he decommitted. He opened back his, his recruitment or whatever. Um, right now, uh, Miami is in his final two. Right now, even though they're saying Alabama, I saw that it was Miami and Georgia. Those are going to be the two major players. Um, that to me, I think is one of the ones we're going to have to wait on because what's going to happen. I think he wants to see what Miami does, what, what direction Miami is going into. Um, and I can't blame him if he does that, if, if that's what his angle is, if that's what he wants to do, I can't blame him for that. Mm -hmm. Um, he knows that he comes to Miami. He's a day one starter. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think if he comes, you know, gets with uh, T-Rob and DVD, he's a day one starter. He's he's just that good. He's just that elite. Um, but, yeah, I think with him, that'll be something closer into the season as you get further into the season. Uh, it's a lot of factors. You got to see what we do. You got to see the direction of things and how things go with Georgia, you know. And then you never know. Alabama could come into play because they are on the radar as well. But uh, he, he, he made a statement that he put out that uh, it feels like home. Miami feels like home. Okay. So he's loving Miami. Like, whatever happened, whatever, you know, impression T-Rob and, and, and the staff made, it made a very, very strong impression because he is loving Miami, and it made him decommit from Ohio State. And as we know, you got a handful of these universities claiming themselves as being DBU, Ohio State being one of them. You know, they put out some DBs in the league recently in the last couple of years. So, hey, you know, to be able to do that, that's saying something. So, yeah, man, uh, I would sit back and wait and see. And uh, I wouldn't get excited, but I wouldn't get discouraged either. I, I think that if Miami can handle their business over the season, I think he will flip. I think it's a strong chance he will flip. But, you know, it's also a chance that if we don't handle our business, He'll go somewhere else. So basically, in my opinion, Singletary is Miami's to lose. And that's the best way I could put it. Like that. Like it, that. It, it, it's you talk, baby. Hey, man, for everybody that just joined the show, man, we want to say thank you guys, man, especially our usual corporates in the building, man. Let me give y'all some shout-outs, man. Jeffrey O'Neill, what's up, brother? Brother Jay Blaze, what it do? Shout-out to Cuban Kane, Josh Ayers, Benny Barrett, man, all of you guys, man, in the building, man. Shout out to AO305. What it do? What's going on, everybody, man? Happy Friday to everybody. Like I said, looking forward to seeing you guys in Atlanta, man. September the 3rd, man, live show. Going to have, um, you know, some. we're going to have some surprises, man. Some guys stopping through. Going to be getting out some merchandise, man, some Utah stuff. And Marquez Williams, man, we're going to be doing the Pop Socks, man. Shout out to Marquez Williams, man, popsocks.com, man. Some of his stuff right here, man. 
Shout my boy. We support everything Canes over here, man. We don't just talk about it, man. We support it, man. Melvin Brad, what's going on, man? Shout out to MB5 Sports. Go ahead, Larry Frank, though, man. But, yeah, man, I think that um the wide receiver class is pretty deep, Larry Frank, man. So we need linebackers, though, bro. We need bodies at linebackers, and that's what I'm looking to see, man, how we're going to fare with, like, getting linebackers. What do you think about that? You think they coming? You think that we're going to be able to get some top talent at linebacker? What's your thoughts on that? We got to get Wesley Besaint. We we can't not get Wesley Besaint. If if we don't get Wesley Besaint and we lose him to Florida State or any other school wherever he's looking, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Um, I think if we can get Wesley Besaint in addition to Medlock, in addition. Now, I do think Tyreek Austin Cave is going gonna, is gonna to evolve. Mm-hmm. In camp, he's starting to make a few plays. Okay. He's starting to look, you know, look look like okay, he can do something. Over the course of the season, they're going to grow up. I think what you're going to see with the linebackers you got on the team now is going to be similar to what you had with the offensive line a few years ago. They're going to have to go through that maturation process. Okay. But you're going to have to have that alpha, and Wesley Besaint is that alpha. If we get Wesley Besaint, he will be the alpha that I think will go forward and. He can kind of be the, the centerpiece of the future of the linebackers. It'll all work around him. And then you can just go ahead and um, you can try to get, you know, the best of the best moving forward. There is a young man. I'm sorry. I don't know his name, but he's out of Nebraska. I know Miami is looking at him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a linebacker, but uh, he's got a couple of other schools on his list. I got to look into him a little bit more. Okay. But I, I kind of was glancing at some of the other guys out there just to see. But, um, as far as I'm concerned with linebacker, it's got to be Besaint. Like, okay. we got to get him. Yep. So what's the um, word, just, man? You think, you think we're going to be able to get him? You think he's coming? I mean, what's your opinion? What you thinking? I think he's another one like Jaheim Singletary. I think he's Miami's to lose. Okay. But the thing about it is he's, he's more, to me, he's more entrenched as far as wanting to be a cane. He wants to be a cane. Okay. He's just going through the process. He's going through the recruiting process, and you can't blame him. I mean, yeah, he, he, he's earned that. Right. You know, he earned that right. Go take your official visits, you know, during the season. Go down on the sidelines at these different schools. You know, go get courted. You know, that, that's you earned it. You know, so. But I, I think he wants to be a Miami Hurricane. Uh, you would have to have a disastrous season. Defense just looking horrible and just looking like there's no tomorrow for him to, to not be a cane. So, hey, I think um, not, not to cut you off, uh, not to cut you off, Larry Frank, excuse me. Um, shout out to uh, Miami Flow. Cuban Kane said the guy that you were talking about, Larry Frank, is Devin Jackson, the guy from uh, Nebraska. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. Sigmund said that uh, Devin runs a 10 5 in the 100. Damn. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that big no dog. Doubt, no doubt. No doubt, man. Appreciate that information. Yeah. I went over what these guys were doing and I, I didn't get his name, but yeah, it was the, the Nebraska kid. So they're, they're going to look at him. And like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's up in the air whether or not he would become a cane, but he's on the radar. So he's one of the ones you're just going to have to sit back and see how it unfolds and see what happens. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Now rounding out, um, the rest of the recruiting, uh, as far as the secondary, you got the Henderson twins. Um, we've been talking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got one cornerback, one safety. Uh, so you get a package deal with those two. You get those two guys 
along with what we already have committed, you got a pretty good base of young guys. It'll almost be the flip side of the receivers. You know how we got all these young receivers now mm-hmm. coming in? You had three of them last year. You got some here. Right. It's almost the flip side of that with the DBs. Okay. And if you just go back to what happened the last couple of years, defensive backs, man, they, they just weren't getting coached right. Now you're getting stud corners and stud safeties. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wait to see what James Williams is going to do. You know, it's just getting all of these elite guys and having T-Rob coach them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just like I it's, you will have a no-fly zone. Like, okay. you, you remember how we had that feeling whenever you'd go against a team that was pass-happy and mm-hmm. they're throwing the ball? Mm-hmm. And, and you would hope that the DBs would make a play, but you were scared that they wouldn't? Right. I, have, I don't have that fear with this group, and I don't have that fear with this, with this coaching staff as far as the DB coaches. Let me and pick you back over that because uh, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, uh, AO563305, what up, brother? He said... With the number of established defenders or defensive minds, I'm sorry, with the number of uh, established defensive minds we have now on the staff, shouldn't that be encouraging that we can develop what we have at linebacker? Man, I hope so. You know, I mean, I've been talking about linebackers, Larry Frank Hill, man, for the last year. So, I mean, first we got to get the recruits to come. That's the first thing. But I actually think that we have the coaching staff now, like he's saying, too, coach up the talent because I've been talking about linebackers here for the longest, man. Yeah, I think you do because, I mean, if you look at what you got, I mean, obviously Manny, it starts with Manny, you know, being that he's the uh, he's the defensive coordinator, it starts with him. And then you got to remember you got Bob Shoup, who's also another defensive coordinator right. in the in the booth. So it's like you got two DCs, mm-hmm. you see. So – you got a strong defensive presence that if you get the linebackers right. and you get the right guys in there, you're going to coach them and they're going to come up and, and, and it's going to work out. You just got to get them. You know, so like I said, it right. starts with the Saint. You got to get the Saint. If we don't get the Saint, I'm not going to say it's going to hurt us, but it's going to set us back. You know, I think they know that getting Wesley the Saint is a priority mm-hmm. and they got to do it. But um, it's it's just a must that you lock him in at the linebacker position. Now, like I said, Tyreek Austin K, that's the one that I'm looking to break out. That's the guy that I'm looking to break out and really become, I don't want to say a stud or a star, but solid. You give me the studs that you got in the secondary with the studs that you got on the D-line and give me Shaq Quarterman, Michael Pinckney type production. You give me that. You don't have to give me a star linebacker just yet. At the minimum, that's what you need to have. Well, I feel you like we that, got yeah. athletes at linebacker, Larry Frank. I feel like, you know, we just got to see what Avery Huff going to do. I'm hearing good things about yep. Keontra Smith, man, moving the linebacker. And yep. I think he gives us a different dynamic from what we haven't seen in a while as far as just speed and versatility. You know, with the Keontra Smith. The potential is there. Yeah, yeah definitely. The potential is there. You, you, know, you got the potential and you got the upside. Now it's just... Can you put it together? Can you coach them up? Can right. it happen? Right. You know, that's that's the biggest question mark on that side of the ball. Right. Jay Blaze, man, brother Jay Blaze, you said a mouthful, man. Winning will answer a lot of the questions. You are absolutely right on that. Absolutely right, man. Let's take some phone calls, man. I ain't talked to some people in a while, man. The lines are open, man. I'm going to put the telephone number up, man. The phone number is 404-462-0477, man. 
Come on and call up, man. I ain't heard from a lot of you guys in a while, man. Let's talk, man. We get ready, man. We three weeks out, man. Let's go. Cuban Kane, let's go. It was a long day this week. Larry Frank, tell him let's go, man. We want to hear from him, man. Y'all should yeah, be hyped man. up, man. Come on and call up and holler at us, man. Let's talk three, about it, man. Let's talk about it. Let's go, three man. Three weeks from tonight. Three weeks from tonight, man. We in the ATL. And that time is 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 passing. That it's coming time quick, is passing man. It's coming yeah. quick, man. Come on, Cuban Kane. I'm waiting on you, man. Jeffrey O'Neill, come on, man. Come on, Sigmund. I want to hear from all of y'all, man. Jeffrey O'Neill, man. My regulars, come on and call up, man. 404-462-0477, man. Let's talk about it. I want to know what you're looking to see going into the weekend of Miami versus Alabama. It's almost here, y'all. It's almost here. We're going to be live from the U-Bar, the sidebar. I'm saying the U-Bar over there on College Park, but Yeah, you hype it. You hype Popular Street in Atlanta. 6 to 10, Utah going to have the live show, man. Y'all come on up, man. We're going to have a good time. Come by, man. We're going to take some pictures. We're going to have some drinks, man. We're going to have a good time that night, man. It's a Miami versus Alabama weekend, man. Let's go. Come on and call up, y'all. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, rounding out what you got uh, recruiting-wise, the last guy that I'm looking at, Jaleel Skinner, the tight end. Um, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid tight end. You know, he's got wide receiver skills, but he's got a tight end body. Okay. I think Jaleel is what or could be what we wanted Brevin to be without the injuries. Remember when Brevin first got in a couple of years ago with Nicole? Hold on, we got a call, big dog. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. All right. It's Utah. Call us. State your name and where you're calling from. DC, Jay Blaze. Man, it's our brother, man. Brother Jay Blaze is in the building, man. What's going it, on, it, Jay Blaze? It's Utah, baby. It's a pleasure. Hey, now, man, you know that Bama game coming up, and they got to put the work in to get the results. You know, the coaches got we, – we got a lot of talent on the team, and some coaches got to develop that talent, you know. And, yeah, I can't and hear them. around what we have and, and play to our strengths and, and build up our weaknesses. And we have to evaluate real, real good and look at what Bama is strong at and break them down, spread them out, spread that D, that front seven out. I'm sure uh, Coach Lashley going to do that, a good job with that. But, I mean, there's a lot of things we got to take, take care of. But we got to put the work in and practice, you know. That, that's, where, that's where all the mistakes and all the things we got to iron out in practice. Because in practice, that's going to answer a lot of things, too, especially if a freshman is going to come in over that senior, you know, or, or fill in some spots or some holes that we have, and, you know, until the other ones get developed. So uh, you got you got some uh, further along than others, but uh, I'm looking forward to dominating that. I, you know, people talk about uh, Bama. I mean, they the national champion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we ain't afraid of them. We gonna go in there and smack them in the mouth and then talk about. We are gonna have this to. What we do. We gonna have to. What? What do you think the game is gonna have to be won at, man? Uh, in, in the trenches on well, what side of the ball? Okay. Game gonna be won in the trenches. The big boys, the hippos and rhinos. That's where the game gonna be won. Right in the trenches. And everything gonna fall from that. But also, it's, it's, it's a mental game to it too. 
you know, it's a chess match on both sides. And you got you got a veteran over there, you know, with Nick Saban. So I'm pretty sure he evaluates. One thing I, I, I do say, and with especially with a lot of YouTube channels and a lot of uh, coverage and practice, is we it's a it's it's almost I, I'm I hope it's not a, a too much exposure to practice. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, a lot of these coaches and scouts they they watch these channels and they see, you know, what I'm saying they evaluate and any anything that can get an edge with them, I'm sure you know they they'll try to do it. But regardless if they know what's coming, they know what's coming. We got our veterans. We got a lot of people back. So we, we our seniors there, and this is their time to shine, you know. But, yeah, the game won in the trenches. So uh, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on the offensive line? You think they're going to be able to hold up? Yeah, I think the offensive line going to hold up. I, I think the, the key is, is jealous. You know, they've been they've been together for a while. So, yeah, it's their third year. Um, the key is, is that, that unity, you know, gelling together. You know, and I'm, I'm I'm sure you know they they getting coached up right. I okay. think they're gonna do a good job. What's your thoughts on uh, King, man? The first game of the season, man, coming off of that ACL. What are you thinking? King, King, this is the last year, and we all know he had an injury. He can't have his mind on the injury. He need to protect the ball, you know, um, and it's, it's it's inch by inch, play by play. And um, he need to focus on his job and what he's supposed to do. You know, don't outrun the protection. You know, don't uh, uh, do the little things. You know, the little things is what's going to count. The detail thing is, is what's going to play big and win it. So he has to be – I know he's mentally focused because that's who he is. He, he's a focused young man. And um, he, I think he's going to do great things. Um, and, you know, that one game – See, this first game is huge mm-hmm. because if we win this game, no matter if it's just by one point, that say a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's going to tell you which way we're going in the season. Do you know how big this game is as far as morale and for the program? I know, man, we're going out. Okay. And so yes, – Okay, man. I appreciate that, man, a lot, man. And I want to say thank you, man, for tuning in, man. You you always give us words of encouragement, man, even on the text and everything, man. Thank you so much, man, for, for supporting my movement, man. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate you. Listen, brother, time's tight. There's a lot of people out here that's sick. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things going on in this world. But unity, brother, brotherly love, and, and, and love your sister and love your family. And most of all, put God first in your life. That's that is the most important thing you can do in life. Put God first. Most definitely, man. Brother Jay Blaze, man. Are you coming to Atlanta, man, for the game? Are you gonna be in Atlanta that weekend? Well Well, truthfully, my mom in the hospital right now. Oh, sorry to hear uh, that, brother. Sorry. Yeah, she I'm I mean a lot of people know, but you know, she she holding on. I'm just wanna make sure she make it up out of there. Okay. Things are tight right now. Yes, sir. I'm a, you know, I'm if 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 if, I, if it's a will, is a way. If, if I can make it, I make it. But if not, then I, then I gotta be there. For, you know, for because she she fights right now. Totally understand. Totally understand, man. But we'll be we we'll have her in our prayers, man, and uh, you and your family. And I appreciate yeah, you once again, you. brother. Thank you for calling in and thank you for your support. Thank you. 
Oh yeah, love you. Hey, Larry, Larry, man, love you too, bro. Hey, hey, man, that's a good report you give it, man. Yeah, he, his oh, sound man. is messed up right now, man. We we working on his sound yeah. right now, man. So, um, oh, I would okay. definitely let him know. Uh, he can't hear okay. you talking, but uh, he's he can hear right, me. Right. And he said that uh, right. hey, uh, he's saying that thank you, Larry Frank. He appreciate the report that you gave, brother Jay Blaze. So uh, he appreciate yeah. everything. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hit yeah. Yeah. Like say, man, oh, uh, uh, I can't hear. I can't hear the callers talk. So I'm just kind of picking up everything through D. But uh, yeah, if you could hear me, Jay Blaze, man, I appreciate it, man. I mean, I I do what I do because I love this 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 squad. And uh, you know, like I say, you know, it's just all about getting information. Right. And just want to see this team do good and see this team progress and get better. And any information I can get and pass on to the fan base, that's that's the goal, man. So appreciate you, that's man. Right. Thank you. That's right. Hey, I, something's telling me we headed to them years. We we getting back to where we should be. It's it, it's coming, and it's coming. It's coming fast. We are gonna have some good time at the youth. I hope so. so. Yeah, most definitely, man. With Jay Blaze, man, you take care of yourself, man. And once again, thank you for uh all of your support, brother. Thank you very much. Oh, you too, man. You, you take care of yourself, man, uh-huh. and, and God bless you, man. We'll be having you in, in our prayers, you and your family, man. I hope your mother gets better and come from out of that uh, hospital, brother. Thank you. Praise oh, up, yeah, praise up. All righty, brother. Love All right. you. All right. All right. Yeah. That was our uh, brother, Jay Blaze, man. You talk family. You guys keep him in uh, your prayers, man. That's our brother, man. That's our family. You talk family, man. So um, thank you for all of your support, Jay Blaze, man. You always in the chat always support the show man larry frank he say thank you for what you do that's coming from him brother from jay blaze himself yeah appreciate it man like i was saying bro i appreciate appreciate the love man appreciate the love man and uh i I didn't get the gist of everything i just heard the tail end so whatever it is man prayers going up for you and yours man only in our prayers no doubt but thank you he was definitely right man the game is going to be won in the trenches we got another phone caller coming in It's Utah calling. State your name and where you calling from. You know who it is. My guy, Mr. Cuban Kane, is in the building. Larry Frank, you still can't hear? I can't hear him, Okay, man. okay, Mark, he's I working. I wish he's I working. could, but I can't. Try to turn your volume up. It may echo a little bit, man. Try to turn your volume up on your other thing so you can uh, you can hear. All right. It's, it it's a little bit delayed on the TV, so I'm going to keep it low where I can at least hear what he's saying. So, yeah, let me get it okay cuban kane what's good brother what's going on man good to hear from you what up cuban kane let's talk man you, you sound your energy a little bit down man is it because your raiders are garbage and you kind of you, you know the Lakers sign all, all these old people <laughs> first of all down there you, you know that it's like oh raiders season coming up i'm gonna go bowling whatever Lakers sign uh uh bill russell Oh, uh, they signed uh, uh, old ass Dennis Rodman. He shot all down, man. You okay, Devin? Is it my turn? I I, I want to let you yeah. talk, man. I don't like to interrupt you. I want you to get out whatever no, no, you want to get out. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. 
Okay, first of all, you don't believe none of that you said. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like my roster right now constructed on what my L.A. Lakers done. I know you like it. You you a hater. I know you like it, Cuban King. If I wasn't, hey, Larry Frank, if I wasn't hurt last year, he lucky I was hurt last year. But we're going to be back this year. We're going to be back. I see you signed Mr. Kyle Lowry. I guess you're happy with your your signing, Cuban King. You, You glad you got Kyle Lowry? Hey, hey, hey! You know, you know, the, the champs got knocked off in the first round. That's all I know. That's all I see. I don't know what you're talking about. If you want to talk about injuries and stuff, last year we had Goran Dragic and uh, and Bam out of buyer hurt. If they would have been good, we would have swept the Lakers in the finals. Really? I don't want to hear that garbage. Really? We would have swept y'all. What y'all you got go- lucky? Y'all got lucky that that Kawhi and Pepper, uh, Lemon Pepper Lou went to the strip club and want to play basketball. You know, y'all boys got look. I don't want to hear that garbage. Really? I don't count that championship last year. That was a paper championship. That's an asterisk championship. Hey, about you can call it what? Like, you see, you see what happens when you have to play a real season. Y'all got beat up by the Suns. I don't want to hear that. You can call. Man. You can call it what you want to call it. We ain't getting the championship bike, and we were hurt uh, this past year. But we'll be back this year. Cuban Kane, it's all, all right, good. But anyway, yeah, let's talk about the Miami. Let's talk about the Miami Hurricanes. Talk to me, man. What are you looking for? Are you coming to Atlanta? That's what I need to know. Are you going to be in Atlanta that no, weekend? No, no, I, I, I'm not coming to Atlanta. This you ain't coming. But one, one thing, one thing that does. Oh, uh, these, these these injuries are a little worrisome. Um, I don't like Nelson on the sideline. Cam, who else is on the sideline? There's a lot of. Um, you know, yeah, we're having a lot of Pope. I mean, I'm not a big Pope fan, but um, I'm just a little bit worried about the the, the injuries. We're not we. I think we have a good starting 12, but that depth is filled with a lot of freshmen and sophomores. For game, you know, for game two, that's fine, but for game one, it's like, eh, I'm a little worried about that. You know, also we have a injured court. You know, it, this is all about Bama. I'm, I'm just worried about Bama right now, right? That's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. But I think this team is going to be okay for the rest of the season. It's just that, that, that first game and all these injuries. I'm a little bit skeptical what do you think well i think that we're gonna be okay i just want to make sure that king is healthy that's my thing man if king is healthy we you know i think that you're gonna need somebody up underneath that uh that center that's gonna have to take control because like i say man the offensive line if they come to play if the offensive line is together in jail like brother jay blaze and larry frank say i think that we'll be okay on the offensive side of the ball my concern is on the offensive side though uh, Cuban King, you know me, man. I'm the the defense, man. I gotta see, man, if we can, you know, what the front seven looked like. You know, what are we gonna look like at linebacker? You know, that's where my concern uh, well, lies. You know, who's gonna be on the hot seat this season, right? Who? Um, Rhett cut the check and Devin. Oh. Both of y'all are on my watch list. I'm watching every single snap, Devin. Because last year you want to get—I mean, the defense wasn't good that year, but the offense wasn't that great either. You know, you gave a man a, a nickname, Rhett cut the check last year, right? But guess what? Rhett's ass is on the line, and your ass is on the line. So How? You, I'm watching. But, but Larry Frank, can both you? Can you gonna be, both of y'all gonna be? What he huh? said? He, he said he. I, I wish you could hear this, man. I, I, I'm sorry, Larry Frank, but um. Kelvin Kane is saying that Rhett Lashley is is and is what do you say he's on the he's on a leash? You say that uh he's on the hot on seat. The hot seat. He said that he said that Rhett is on the hot seat. I'm supporting him. I and I still do. I mean I, I don't understand how you can't when the offense was better up underneath him statistically and and we were just an overall better better offense. I mean Wait. 
Hot, hot, wait, ask him, ask him. Yeah, I wish I could hear, but what, Go ahead. what, what, what has him on the hot seat? What's he, what's he got that has him on the hot seat? Cuban Kane, what does, Larry Frank wants to know what has Rhett Lashley on the hot seat. Just like I want to know. Devin, you, Devin from you talk is the reason why he's on the hot seat. Because of Devin. <laughs> because of you. You, you talking about, oh, Rhett cut check Lashley. So, I'm expecting 50 points per game and, um. You know, a Heisman Trophy winner, a Dope Campbell winning, uh, 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 a Remington Award. I want all that because Devin from Utah said that Rhett cut the check last week is the greatest thing to slice bread. So well, the reason why he's on the hot seat is because of Devin from Utah. Okay, so if you got all of these high expectations set for Rhett, what I want to know is what are you expecting from that defense that was just terrible last year? What are you looking? What well, do you Manny's want to see from the over. defense? Man, 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 taking over. It's going to be a little bit different. There's oh. going to be a lot of quarterbacks going to be injured because you know when, when, when Manny is break or bust, right? And yes. when Manny was defensive coordinator, he hurt a bunch of quarterbacks, right? He's not going to be playing that zone stuff. He's either going to blitz you, he's going to get burned from the back, or he's going to hurt the quarterback. So, so you don't think that Manny right. had nothing to do with that defense last year? You think that was all no. Blake Baker with what we saw last it's year? Like, we both were in school. When, you know, you could – you could have the teacher, but when the substitute comes in, you're going to start acting like a, you know, like a butt, right? So the same thing, same thing happened last year. Like, Manny could be in the deep, in, in the room, but as soon as he steps out, Blake Baker's in there, like, oh, this is a substitute teacher. We're going to, we're going to act out. We're not going to listen to him, right? But it's going to be different when the head man is, you know, pretty much holds your, your paycheck and your NII and um, you know, advertising dollars over your head, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, NIL dollars, right? So it's like, all right, if you want to act out like you did with Baker, guess what? You're going to be on the bench, and guess what? You're not getting them advertisements, right? So it's a little bit different when Manny's going to be there. So that, that's the biggest difference that when you have your head coach as defensive coordinator. you got to kind of perk up and pay attention now. You can't play around. And the good thing is Manny's going to be responsible for defense, and your boy Rhett's going to be responsible for the offense. Like so, he was uh, last year. Like the numbers went up last year, like we were a better team on third right. down. We were a better team at points per game. I don't understand how the pressure is on Red. I just don't. The defense was bad. Blake Baker I, got I, fired I last year. Not, no, no, no. Blake Baker got fired last year. Red Lashley didn't. Red Lashley didn't. The offense was the, the offense was okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, it wasn't great. It was just okay. I agree. There's definitely room for improvement. The, but 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 I can tell you one thing. Rhett can't catch the ball. Rhett can't Rhett can't catch the ball. So I mean, I don't think we'll see a lot of those jumps like we did too last year as well. Okay, let's do this. First, what's first down? First, first play of the game. What is Rhett going to draw? Drive up the middle. We all know what what his play call is going to be. Drive up the middle. Drive up the middle. Play action pass. He needs to be a little bit more creative. Do you agree or disagree? I I agree that it was times in, in certain games last year that he was predictable. But I also thought that it was times that he was creative as well. You know, the offensive line wasn't that good last year neither. Let's not forget. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that because you have three guys potentially going to get drafted off this line. Donaldson, Nelson, and Gaynor. You can't say that. You can't say the offensive line is, was, was, was garbage if you have three. No, no, no. I didn't say it was garbage. I, didn't, I said that they, would, they didn't play that well as a group all the time last year. They weren't consistent. No, I didn't say it was garbage. I don't think that they were okay. consistent. As a group last year, I think they, they would be better this coming, year. They were coming off of uh, what happened the year before. They they actually played better last year, but they had room for improvement. That's what you're looking for if coming into this season. Right, right. I agree. I right. agree. But no, the only the only reason why he's on the hot seat is because 
Devin from Utah, one of the best YouTube channels on 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 YouTube. Well, I appreciate that, you saying you know, that, brother. Because <laughs> you know, just, 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 just you know, you you said it. You know, Rhett cut the check. He got a that's his name. Laugh right. Tell him what his name is. Laugh right. What his name is. Laugh right. I can't hear him, but it gotta be cut the check. Damn, damn, Rhett cut the check. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah, you said it right. Rhett cut the check. Yeah. Cuban King, yeah. I want to hear you say it. Say it, Cuban King. Say it, you about to say it. Oh, you a hater, Cuban King, man. Hey, 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 hey Josh Ayers, Cuban King, a hater, Josh Ayers, man. I don't know what's up with my boy, man. Give him his props, man. That's all I'm saying, Cuban King. Give him man his props. If, if he can hear me, let me say this much. Go, go ahead, Larry. Okay, all right. As far as what happened with the 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 offense last year, all right. You got to remember that offense. You had a lot of things going against them. One. You had to put together an offensive game plan. You had to put the scheme together in like less than a month because we didn't even know if we was going to have a football season last year. Facts. So that was the first part. Right. The second part, King, you, he still threw for 2,600 yards, and he ran for like 500-plus yards, and he accounted for only five interceptions on the season. Facts. But how much more would he have had if eight and six would not Thank have dropped you. the ball? Thank you. Eight and six. Wiggins oh. and Pope were the top two uh, pass Thanks. reception droppers in the ACC. They led the ACC. Okay. But that don't mean nothing, Huck Cain. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing, Huck Cain. I got, I got, I got that's that's the second thing. Now, another thing you got to look at. The offensive line, though it did improve from year one to year two, it still was a work in progress. If you have an optimum offensive line, then you're going to have optimum um, optimum running game. Your running game showed flashes over the season because the offensive line got better. Mm-hmm. But once again, they didn't play at their top potential. Right. So the running back, the running backs couldn't really break out to their top potential because your running backs go as your offensive line goes. Um, Miami the year before under Enos, I think was what ranked like a hundred. Uh, one one something. I don't know the exact number in the FBS in total offense second or whatever. Under Rhett, they went from that to 43 mm-hmm. with less than three weeks to install the offense with a bunch of drop passes with an offensive line that was a work in progress. So I think the Red Lashley criticism, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But I think let's let's see what happens this season. If, and I, if you get the same type of things this season and he didn't had since January and February when spring started, then you you got justifiable criticism. But I think Red kind of has to get a pass last year because the offense did make strides. It's just that the defense put us in bad situations because the defense couldn't keep a posing offense off the field. And the defense wound up letting other offenses score, and it put pressure on our offense to have to score just as much. If you look at the three losses that we had, what were the three losses that we had? You lost to Clemson. You had that record-setting day against North Carolina. And you lost to Oklahoma State in a track meet. Now, Clemson and North Carolina, what happened? You got blasted because your defense couldn't stop nobody. So if your defense would have at least played just one-fourth of, of, of a better effort or whatever you want to call it, and you don't give up two record-setting running backs against North Carolina, you don't let Clemson do what they did, then the offense, with the limited preparation that they had going into the season, 
more than likely can put you in a better position, if not to win, but to compete. That's how I look at it. Now, as far as Oklahoma State, that was defense again. Defense couldn't stop nobody. What happens when Nikosi comes in after um, King gets hurt? We score. And your drop passes and a Keyshawn Smith toe out the end zone away from winning that bowl game. So cut the check. Cut the check, Cuban. <laughs> and, and let me let him respond. He wanted to say something. Go ahead, Cuban. Go ahead. Come on. Against Clemson, what was the score at the beginning of the third quarter? We were down by seven, what, nine points, right? What did the offense do as soon as we got the ball? Three and out, three and out, three and out. When it came to big boy football, the offense always did three and out. Against North Carolina, three and out. Against um, Oklahoma State, three and out. But when we played against NC State, yeah, we scored 44 points. But when it came to the real games, the big boy games, the ones that were on national television, the offense kept going three and out. It didn't help. They didn't help out the defense. So we, we can't all put it on the offense now. You know, when it came to the, to, to, to the big board games, both offense and defense did not perform. Those are the games you count. The games that we're counting are what? Clemson, North Carolina, and Oklahoma State. And the and games that counted. The defense show didn't show up in the games that counted. Those were the games that counted. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. What was the score against Virginia Tech? What did they help Florida State against? Uh, who was? Um, what other team? Uh, Florida State, Pittsburgh. Um, what other games? All the other games we played pretty well. It was just those three games, you know, were discussing on both sides because the offense is going three and out as well. If you, I looked at the Clemson game over again. We were down. We we blocked that point. We returned for a touchdown. We were down by nine points. We came back in halftime, three and out. Clemson came back down and scored a touchdown. Game over. So. The offense and offense, they didn't help out the defense, so we can't we can't say, hey, you know, let's blame the defense every time because the offense wasn't that great either. The offense was decent but, enough. On, one, one more question. Mm-hmm. One more question. Why did the offense look better with Nicosi versus King? And I'm a King fan. I, but, I'm going to let Larry Frank know, answer first, and then I'm going to give my answer. because yeah, we yeah, got. I want to hear what Larry Frank got to say about that. Okay. That, Okay, you know, um, I really want to know why that happened. Okay, because we got to, I'm going to let him answer because we got to stop a little bit early tonight because we got to get out of here. But hold on. Larry Frank, Cuban Kane wants to know in the Oklahoma State game, why did Nicosi Perry, you say, look better than, look better than uh, King, Cuban yeah. Kane? Why, yeah. uh, yeah. why did uh, Nicosi Perry look better than, uh, than uh, King in King. the Oklahoma State game? Why did he look better when he got in the game? Well, Perry was playing oh, from a deficit, and I think Perry was doing – I'm sorry, uh, King. King King was playing with from a deficit in the beginning. Remember, Oklahoma State jumped on us early, and I think King couldn't flow in the game the way that King knows how. If you notice, anytime time King gets in the game and he's playing, if Miami can kind of get out there and set the tone and take the lead, King looks like he plays a lot smoother. He looks like he takes control. Oklahoma State jumped on us, so King was basically out of his element. Nicosi is actually built for that. I mean, that was proven against Florida State a couple of years ago, as we saw. Sure. Nicosi knows how to come back. And Nicosi's just, I think, a little bit more naturally eased and settled in those type of situations. And uh, once his confidence got up and he was able to do what he had to do, it was, like I say, it was business as usual for him. So I, I would go so far as to say my only reason for that, the main reason would be that Nicosi is built to, you know, to come from behind. You know, from deficits. I also think that Nicosi is a better pa- passer. 
about a polished passer than than De'Aaron King. That's just he me. is. He is. You he know, is. I think King, that Red, King, is, King is a playmaker. Right, and I think that uh, Red Lashley offense was it, it fits Nkosi. I right. I think as far as you know his skill set, but. Man, uh, Cuban Kane, I'm not trying to rush you off. We got to get out of here a little bit early tonight, but it's always a pleasure to talk to you, brother, yeah, man. Just, 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 yes. just cheer up. I know the Raiders season coming up and you're kind of sad and stuff. It's okay, man. <laughs> you you, you guys are going to suck again. You know, it's okay. The Steelers are going to suck. The Falcons are going to suck. The Falcons are going to Super Bowl, but it's okay, man. Yeah, I hate him, man. Cuban Kane, you know what, though? Guess what? I ain't even going to rebut that. Well, you know what I'm going to say, Cuban Kane? I love you, brother. And I'm going to talk to you next Friday, man, on you talk, brother. So enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, man. And and I'll holler at you, Cuban K. Yeah, All right, you too. (laughs) All right, y'all, we got to get out of here, man. Not to rush the show. Larry Frank, I appreciate you, man. Thank all of you guys that uh, that joined in, man. Everybody have a good, safe weekend, man. And uh, we'll see you next week, man. So y'all know how we start every show, and you know how we end every show. It ain't no us. Without you, baby. And we out. Everybody have a safe weekend. Take care.